This podcast is produced by EnergeticCity.ca, your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To support local news and this podcast, go to EnergeticCity.ca slash join to find out more. Hello, and welcome to our third episode of Voices of the Peace. First and foremost, we'd like to acknowledge that we're filming this show on the traditional territory of the Deneza. Secondly, I want to say thank you for tuning in. It's been such a pleasure talking with you at home and having, uh, hearing how much you've been enjoying our conversations. If you're just tuning in, this show was created as a way to find out more about our tech, our community, and, and the people in it. I drive down the street and I see things like the Pomeroy Sports Center and the Cultural Center and a lot of local businesses. And I think, how did that happen? How did that get built? You might play in a sports league. You might be in a community club, a park. You might wonder, who founded this? How did this get here? And that's where the, uh, the show Voices of the Peace comes in. We want to find those stories. We want to find the teams that build those things, the people who, who shaped our town. We want to find out what happened so that we can celebrate those stories that made up our town. We've partnered with Urban Systems, who build vibrant communities, and North River Minster, who know that with the right players and a great community party, can do this. My name is Ted Sloan. Welcome to Voices of the Lakes. I first met our next guests when I worked in the North Peace Cultural years ago. The first thing that I noticed about them is that they are the hardest workers I've ever met. And in a town of hard workers, that is quite a title. From there, I watched them dive right into our community. They bought a house here. They opened a business here. They keep finding ways to give back here. And even though he wakes up at 1 a.m. to get things started, they both always seem to have time to stop, to talk, to ask you how you're doing. My next two guests are perhaps the most generous people I've ever met and had the chance to work with. Please welcome uh, the owners of Cobb's Bakery, Hardik and Kritika. How are you guys today? We are doing great. Yeah, that was a wonderful introduction. Oh, you guys deserve it 100%. I do have to, before we jump into the, the, the questions I have, just to confirm, you, how, what time did you get up this morning, Kardik? One o'clock. One o'clock. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's start at the top. Uh, how did you two end up in Fort St. John? And of all the places in the world, you two are here. How did that happen? Uh, well, I got here back in 2013. Uh, and I went to Northern Light College for a couple of years. Uh, and uh, that was uh, my first step in Fort St. John. And could you- Yeah, I came 2014 and I was in Northern Lights College. Mm-hmm. Uh, I studied there for two years, and I guess that's where we met. <laughs> and yeah, so since then I'm here. So, and because we talked a bit about Northern Lights College, it's neat that, that that you guys said you looked around, you said here we are, Fort Saint John. That seems like a cool place, which is sometimes neat for people in Fort Saint John to hear. Every once in a while, we realize we go, why would people pick this town? And you guys, it was neat to hear you say, oh, because this town was neat to to end up in. So, thanks for coming, guys. <laughs> Thank you for Thank having you. Well, let's talk about, okay, so you guys, you came to Fort St. John. Let's talk about Cobbs, because that is the, the business that you guys chose to, to invest here. Um, I know that you've told me that you weren't necessarily bakers before you got Cobbs. There's a whole process. So what's the story of Cobbs Baker? In 2017, then when, when we got PR, like permanent president of Canada, mm-hmm. on that time, we decided we will have a business. So we were looking around. There are a couple of times when we even look out of Fort St. John. But every time 
we go there, it's not our home. Our home was Fort St. John. So in our head, it's like, no, we will do something in Fort St. John. So then it was just a matter of time when we are just looking around and finding something in Fort St. John, what we don't have and which would be great to have for our community. And then on the time, just it meant to be like right time when I got introduced to Cubs. And I was a very loyal customer where I, every time I go Grand Prairie, I make sure I stop there. So I start uh, buying bread from there. And then one day, I still remember, I bought those loaf home and me and Hardik were eating. And then I'm like, oh, how about we bring cops here? And that's how the idea came. And then that's how we start. Because then we looked around and I'm like, yeah, there is no place in town we we can get fresh bread um like made from scratch and that's where uh it was really nice and unique idea we do know like grocery store have like safeway or say or any other grocery store have bakeries but still it's not the from scratch they get like made clean made right versus we made like our home baking we are so proud to say we bake our bread like homemaking bread there is no preservative added no color added it's exactly like you bake at home so that's where the cops idea started and then Hardik went for training and he learned all this and now he's a baker <laughs> well I was gonna ask did you, did you bake bread before you started cops not at <laughs> but uh yeah no Working with cops and uh, other experienced bakers throughout the training process uh, and uh, working myself with my amazing team from last almost two years. Uh, now that I can say I know a little bit about baking. <laughs> yes. I feel like baking is science. Not everyone can get it right. It's You have to have a right time, right temperature. Everything has to be particular. Like if someone doesn't know how to bake, it's hard to knock off that recipe. doesn't matter you have recipe, you have equipment, but you need to know that. Like, yeah, there are so many things I remember. There are times when I go in the morning sometimes and the certain dough has to set only certain time. Otherwise, it's garbage. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, I feel like it's an experiment. <laughs> well, it's, uh, we're at a jump because one of our questions that we talked about is now that you own a bakery, do you still enjoy bread? And I loved it because you said, oh, okay, no, I like it more, which is yeah. really neat. I actually love, I would say I'm in more love of bread after buying cups Mm -hmm. because until unless you don't know something from deep, you don't know the reality, right? So now I know our bread and we are so proud to say that, that it's no preservative or color added. There is, we have so many vegan options. Mm -hmm. Plus we have so many options where no sugar bread they are still sweet like we just talking about apricot delight log right Mm -hmm. which is small log you can make you can eat just off the bat you don't even need to put butter it's that great because it's have three parts of the dry fruits only one part of the flour so all that sweetness comes from dry food so it is healthy plus you can have something to sweet right Mm -hmm. and yeah like i remember before my mentality was like oh bread is bread (laughs) there is nothing wow about it but once we have like had a cobs i realizing every day something new for taste that oh this is something really nice like before i would 
when I'm cooking dinner at my home, first would be like, okay, what we are having? And then I would just buy bread from wherever. Now, what bread I have, then I will cook a dish. Mm-hmm. So you can see what difference I'm talk- talking, right? And I never, like, for example, you go and buy a loaf from wherever grocery store. Yeah, it's $2 or $3, whatever. Versus our loaf are like $4 to $5 range, right? Or sometimes it's depend what you're buying. But when you are, when you just talk about the weight, they're almost double. So it's not, because I do know when people come, they say, oh, $4 a loaf or four twenty five dollars a loaf, it's too much. But it's same equivalent value where you go buy two loaves, which is also $4 when you go in a grocery store, but you buy one nice heavy loaf because our, our is like almost 900 to kg, right? Then. Yeah. And um, grocery stores are like 400 something. So we are actually really more in love of bread than before. <laughs> well, and something you would say when you guys come into your store, you guys are also... This strike me is really neat is how much you guys are part of the community as well. Like that's, I love that you guys said, okay, we're going to start a business. We're going to start it at home because we like Fort St. John. We we've looked and I know, I know we've talked, you guys have looked all over going, where's the best place. And I was neat to hear both. Okay. Business wise, it's a good t- place to, to start. And also community wise, it's a good place to start. And I know Hardik that you've, I mean, Every time I go on Facebook or something, I'm like, oh, look, Cobbs is giving back. Like, you, you've really invested. You really like this. It's neat to see that your community is what I'm saying. Absolutely. And that's where the, the thoughts that came in about Cobbs is the right choice is being in a Fort St. John uh, a long time here. We've seen the community. We've seen how people give back to the community. And we just become a part of it. And that's where, like, we wanted to be, you know, get involved more and more. And we thought COPS is the right choice because not that COPS only bake fresh, but each and every end of night, anything that unsold product gets donated to school, church, and not only in Fort St. John, but all over COPS location. So, which makes us fall in more love to bring it in Fort St. John, which, you know, allow us to get more and more involved and be a part of the community. We, I know that we talked a bit about, we're like, growing up in Fort St. John, I always knew, it, it was an interesting thing later to realize that like, oh, I need help. Uh, I can ask for help and my community will be there. Like we're really I'm very proud uh, and very humbled to say like Fort St. John is great for being um, generous. You two, you guys feel right, you guys are super generous. Like you, 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 and not only like Cobbs, but I've also seen like my wife and I have said, oh, we need help. And you two have shown up while you're still running a business, while you're doing all this thing. How, where did that come from? You guys, how did you become so generous is what I wanted to ask. I guess that's how our upbringing is. Mm-hmm. That's what our parent taught, like helping out, always like sharing is caring. It's like, like a cheesy line, but that <laughs> was, it was always been, it's like, yeah. Well, I, I don't, sorry, sorry. No, sorry, I said it's feel like who we are. Uh, more than anything, like uh, just, you know, uh, even back home, just uh, if you need anything, you just ask a neighbor or uh, parents going anywhere, they just leave you uh, with your neighbor and they look after you for no reason. And that's just uh, helping each other out 
uh, for, you know, no reason. And that's where, you know, the idea comes in. Let's <laughs> say, so what's that like with your neighbor? Um, I was going to ask you, you guys mentioned when we were talking before, you guys moved to Fort St. John and you said that Fort St. John kind of became your family. Like you're, you, you guys chose here because you knew that you could get support here. And then, then your family also came here. What, it, when, yeah, what does that mean when you said like, yeah, Fort St. John became family? So, for example, like I came by myself when I was 17 in Fort St. John. Um, I don't know how, but it just happened where if I know if I need something, there were certain people who helped me out. And it just became so easy. I don't know, like, I never felt like outside community person. It just was so easy to involve in. Then I started working at cultural center. That was the best part when I never felt like I'm going to work. It was always like a joy place to go and help out. It was always that thought. Like, it was not what I'm making. It's always like, okay, I have to go and help out on this event. or I have to go and help out doing this. So... I remember when me and Hardik started working at Culture Center, after that, there was a hardly few times when we say, oh, we miss India or we miss our home. It became, this is our home. Like anytime we have festivals or anything, we will invite our coworkers and say, okay, let's celebrate this or let's do this. It was always became that. So don't even realize when Fortune became home because I remember I made we made home here. Then my parents came. Like then after the fat family came, because I remember we opened in June and my parents arrived in August. So it was never like, oh, family's here. That's why we are staying in Port St. John. It was Port St. John is our family. That's why my family is coming here. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's funny you say like we, we would invite friends because that's what you did to me. When we were working in, in, in the cultural center, you would just show up with stuff or you'd invite me or that was so neat. I, A, you were extremely friendly, um, which was really cool. It, it was some coworkers are like, oh, hey, across. And you're like, Ted, like every day. It was, it was, it was wonderful. Um, yeah, thank you for that. You really helped. I, I, I sometimes think that we've talked a bit about this. Um, people who come to Fort St. John exemplify, like they help build so, like they're already Fort St. John, like that you, you guys are generous, you're giving, you're, you're loving. Um, you don't only fit into Fort St. John, you help expand it and make it awesome. So th thanks, Hardik. Yeah. But I would definitely say we learned a lot of things from Fort St. John and community as well. Like, for example, our wedding day, for we just decided one day that we want to get married. And, uh, you know, uh, we find out what's the process. And I went to my uh, boss and said, uh, I need a person to sign a paper and without any hesitation. They just got agree, and uh, you know, and even you, Ted. I, I'm sure you, you were there. You made a, you know, you offer us to help out as well, and uh, I think that's a great thing to get back from community, right? Is uh, people are there for us as well. So, is there? We're kind of talking a lot about it. Are there things that you really like about Fort St. John? Like you guys have, I mean. You've been all over. Um, you're you're from somewhere else. Um, but what, what do you want? What do you like about Fort Saint John? I mean, the weather's freezing, so it's maybe I don't know if it's the weather, but what do you like about up here? Weather is the last. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> but there is, it's only like there is more positive side than negative side. So when you have more positive, you kind of like you don't even care about negative, right? Like when a weather is at 
believe or not, I have really bad sinus problem. Okay. So for me, cold weather is absolutely no. <laughs> We're trying to stay warm, even like in whenever we have cold, right? But the best part about Fort St. John is they're welcoming. You will not feel like you're outside of it. Like I'm almost here from seven, eight years. I never felt like, oh, I doesn't, I, I don't belong here. It's always that ease. What I learned from Fort St. John is there are people here are believers. I work with some of them. And they're so down to earth, you cannot even believe. It's like, wow, this is something I learned in Canada. Like in India, if, and when I'm especially comparing, oh, if you're in India, they won't have this lifestyle if they have this money. They will have lifestyle like here. Mm-hmm. Versus here in Fort St. John, when you meet some people and you know they have so much money, but you cannot even recognize, like you cannot even tell the way they talk to you. They are so humble. They are so nice. They are helpful. Like, yeah, I, it's it's so, we learn, I would say, so much positive in Fort St. John than where I'm from. Like good things. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's because you're saying you guys have learned a lot from Fort St. John, but like I've learned a lot from you. Like I've learned work ethic. You, I mean, Hardik. Like I thought I had a good work ethic, but you you are working 16 to 20 hours a day, it seems. And then you come home and you also make time for your wonderful, wonderful wife. And you are working multiple jobs sometimes, but then you make sure that you take time to take care of Hardik. Like you two, um, yeah, we learn from you. You've, you've learned from us. It's really neat that way. So, something we've talked about too is, is, um, is there something, when you walk in the doors of Cobbs, um, is there something you wish people knew? Um, for instance, like one of the things that we talked about before was you guys are your community. It's not as though you're just some, you just flew in here. You guys are Fort St. John. It's not as though it's, it's something that's not connected to this town. You guys are this town. Are there things that you wish people knew when they walked in your doors? Definitely. Yeah. So any time that people make a purchase at COPS, they're not just helping us, but they're also helping the community uh, in a way of uh, our multiple uh, giving back program, our door raiser program, where we, part of their purchase, we donate back to the community schools and a lot of uh, nonprofit organizations, which, you know, makes the community keep going and going and grow with community. Uh, That's the idea. Perfect. I've seen you guys like dropping off donations and things like that. Is it is it fun? Like, do you get do you, do you get like a little like this is fun to donate, or is it like no, this is just what we have to do? No, it is a proud We're moment. Fun. Yeah, it yes? is a yeah. proud moment, especially with kids. Um, so at the as Hardik mentioned before, that at the end of the day, whatever bread is left over, we donate to a different schools. Like schools come and pick up the bread. Mm-hmm. So next morning when they are having piece of toast and the picture they take or video teachers take for us to see how kids are enjoying I do remember um, like looking at this picture is just it's worth it to give that like you don't feel like oh I give this much money away it's like how much joy I can give to someone it's like it's it's amazing to see those pictures kids are having that bite listening that crunch in the video it's like <laughs> it's amazing like you feel like 
you had a wonderful toast when you were just watching them. I remember one teacher uh, who comes and pick up the bread said, oh, certain, they have like, I think, a Wednesday toast day okay. uh, at one of our middle school here in town. And they said, kids come in the morning with the motivation that they have a, they can have a toast. Mm-hmm. Not like they are going to school. It's like, oh, let's have a We're toast. We're toast. Yeah, <laughs> we are going for a toast. So just that teacher mentioned that can make our whole week. Like, doesn't matter how hard we work, right? The hours or long hours, just listening to that, it's feel like, yeah, it's worth it. That's really cool. That sounds like, and you can please correct me, but it's it's neat because, I mean, it's a business, but it's also a way of giving back. And it's 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 not just... This is Hardik and Kritika, and then this is Cobbs, and it's like, no, 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 this is this is us. us. Where we picked this because we wanted to give back to our community. Perfect. We also does here and there. There is um, we pack all our like sweets, like leftovers sweets, mm-hmm. and just drive around and hand out. Uh, so off camera, we were chatting, guys. Uh, Hardik, you said something really neat. I uh, we were talking about where this generosity came from. Uh, and you said, what was interesting, in India, or, or at home, people just did that. And here you came, and you said people did that too. And people said thank you. And you said something like, now I just look for ways to give back even more. Like, it, that was a neat statement. Absolutely. It's, uh, the thing is, you do that, and it's like, it's a normal thing to do. That's how we grew up. And it's like, doesn't feel any special. But when we hear back from community and people saying, oh, you did a great job, man. It's like just encourage us more and more and finding other ways to help out to anywhere we could. And just those, one of those things that never, you know, hit our mind that, you know, this is a thing. But uh, but that's another thing we learn here is like you you get recognition, people tell you that, thank you in a return and it just makes more and more kind of giving away awesome that's really neat because that becomes like it builds like you uh you do something and i say thank you uh and then you're like oh that's really neat and that makes me want to give something back to you and then when you say thank you it just helps make the community more and more generous by by yeah it's a it's a, a we call it a feedback loop in the audio world it just gets more and more Right. It's just the cycle just spinning again and again. And it just, you know, making everyone look great again and again. <laughs> it's just not like looking great. It's also like making happy, right? Like at the end of the day, when you go to bed and you think, oh, how was my day? Like I especially do. And it's like, oh, yeah, today I made someone happy for no reason. I tried to help someone. That feeling is the best feeling in the world. That's a great, I'll just, that's going to be what I remember from this is, is uh, like you guys, you guys actively go out of your way to make people around you feel better. That's fantastic. Thank you. Um, Fort St. John is super, we're super lucky to have you on that. We are lucky actually we are in Fort St. John and people are accepting us, right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, let's talk about. I read on Facebook the other day, this was exciting. Um, you, you guys became Canadian citizens. And then as a Canadian, I went, I think that I don't even know how to do that. How do you, how, how was it? How was it to become a Canadian citizen? Such a proud moment. And it's, 
it's actually very big moment for all, all of our family, not just us two, right? It's also our parents, our extended family, everyone. It's like, I remember when we put, um, like it would happen in a rush because we, you have to like do lots of paperwork behind it and give exam and things like that. So we did all that and we were just waiting because due to the COVID, um, then lots of things change. And one day I got this email, actually we both got the email and we, I literally jumped off my chair. I'm like, wow, it's finally happening because I was waiting for this long time. And it's super, it's super proud moment where you are living. Now it's like no one can tell, oh, you're not Canadian, right? It's like, no, you are Canadian. It's like super proud to say. I don't know how to explain that in a word, but it was a really big thing. We did went for dinner, celebrated it. Um, even our family called all overseas and congrats. So it's, it is a big thing. That's when you said, I don't know how to describe work, but then you just described like that's, <laughs> that makes me so happy. How was it for you, Hardik, to become a Canadian? Well, I would definitely say I would be voting first time in a future election and that would be my first vote and that would be as a Canadian. So, you know, I'll be, you know, that would be like my voice going out as a Canadian and it's a really great uh, feeling to have it. Is it? We were talking. That exam sounds hard. You guys were like, we need to know different, uh, free me or like, I don't know when BC became a, like, you guys know more about my country than I, well, our country. It, how hard was it to become a Canadian? It was quite a bit reading, to be honest. Like yeah. there is a book you have to read, but th there are very good sources you can find like audio tape. So there is like on YouTube, you can just listen while you are working or doing something else. You can still listen and then when you're actually sitting and reading the book it's hard because you you know something is in your ear and you read so it's more easier to memorize mm -hmm. so yeah it's a it was a fun book it's not something boring book it's it's a fun book there are lots of dates you have to remember but it, it was fine <laughs> how was it for you Hardy? Uh, not not horrible i would say <laughs> The best, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> but a lot of information, a lot of name uh, to remember. And, you know, uh, new place. It's like uh, you just kind of, you know about PC, you know about Fort St. John, because I've been here long enough to know uh, places around me. Uh, when you expand that perimeter a little bit, you know, in country, then you got to learn each province and a lot of more information, which is, Took a few days to learn and remember it, but we got it. <laughs> but the other thing, and this is coming out of left field, the other thing that I forgot to compliment you two on is someone pointed out once that if you hear someone with an accent, it's amazing because not only are they, are not only do they have one language, now they're working and doing it in another language. You guys, like, you're amazing. I was going to ask you, and this is unfair, you could say, no, Ted. Could you t teach me how to say hello in, 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 in your home language? Is it, do you get, how do, okay, I'm, I'm going to butcher this and I'm so sorry. How, how do you say hello? <laughs> in India, there is no, especially the province we are from, right? Uh -huh. So when you say hello, it's the first thing you ask. There's no such thing called like hello. Okay. It's like, uh, for, 
if I met you somewhere, it's like, how are you? So that would be like, Gemcho. <laughs> or or <laughs> we can go Namaste. Yeah. Or Namaste is another hello. Okay. But it's like, it's in Hindi. So there is two languages um, we know. It's Hindi, which is a national language in India. Everyone knows that language. Mm -hmm. And there is a province language. Like every province have their own different language. So where we are from is called Gujarat. So our language is Gujarati. Okay. So, so you know three languages? Yes. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, three, Yeah, three full languages. Three full languages. Well, a little bit, couple others. That, <laughs> I feel so bad. I know like this much French. Uh, and uh, I'm going, I, I don't know, like you can even attempt to say hello. Um, that's so impressive. Is, is that just because like that you just need to know that many languages when you live in India? Yeah, it, that's how you grew up. So like, for example, uh, when you are in the house, you speak Gujarati, right? Because uh, that's what everyone speaks in your house. Then when you go out for your school or something, then there is another friends. You make friends, they speak Hindi because let's say other friends is some other province, let's say Rajasthan. Mm -hmm. which is another province, right? So if they have their different language, of course, that language, I don't know, but there is a common, yeah. is Hindi. So we start talking in Hindi. So we learn that. Um, and then when you go to school, you learn English, right? So there is like, that's that's how we know three languages. It's, it's just like, that's how we grew up. Like, it's never amazed that oh we know <laughs> it's like you know when i came when we came to canada and you say oh you need three language then we realized oh it is a big deal but till then like in india it's nothing everyone everyone knows everyone it's a normal thing. thing normal thing right man that's really cool um this is a weird question and again you'd be like uh i'm not i don't know what language do you do you dream in or like what like do you guys do you find yourselves going like between english and in and and Oh no, I don't want. There's Hindi. No, not Hindi. Re. Oh, yeah. Which one? Which one do you think or dream in? Uh, both. I would say English and Gujarati. Hindi won't be that much uh, a part of our life. It used to, when because when we are in India, you used to go to school and college and meet people in India. Then that was the best way to communicate. So that was Hindi was really big part back home. But here, it's mostly like English. And then when we are at home, we only speak Gujarati. Yeah. So we, it's like it's like a nature. So, for example, if you are Gujarati, mm -hmm. there is no way I can talk to you in English. <laughs> it <laughs> so just like, comes it, out. It just comes out automatically. It's, it's like, I'm assuming like if you are French and if you say another French. You just started French. You just started French. It's, it seems like that. It's like when you see. So my mom always keep telling us in the house. Talk, talk with me in English so she can That's learn true. English. She can go and speak, right? Just almost nagging all of us for one and a half year. But we couldn't. Soon we see her. Mm -hmm. It's Gujarati. <laughs> That's, thank you, by the way, because these are personal questions. So thank you for letting me ask them. Um, but some days, yes, it goes like I'm like working and my head is somewhere and I'm thinking. And then I, my coworker or someone, I'll like tell them something which would be not in English. And then they would be looking at me and I'm like, and then I'll realize afterwards, what did I say? <laughs> <laughs> then I have to translate to get to English yes. and then say, this is what I said. <laughs> but you know what's the best part about Canada? They understand because they're also from different country. Canada is such a diverse diversity of, as a country where 
all different religions are there. Like you learn so much from each other, right? Like for, we do have lots of Filipinos uh, we work with. And when they tell about their culture or their stories, then you think, oh, that's something neat. That's something to learn. Or you go, oh, we have said something similar like this. Like recently one of our, me and my coworker, like I was doing closing ship with her and we were talking about uh, some food, like prayers before food. So I'm like, yeah, we do that too. So it was like, it's really neat to know how your basic moral values of countries are seen. No matter, like it's just different. Uh, they might have other way to do it. Mm-hmm. But at the end, the result is that like you respect your food. You say thank you to the God. They might do it differently than we do it. But at the end, we are saying thank you. And we are thankful that we have food on our plate. Right. That's really neat. That's so, yeah. So it, even though we're from two different places and the weather's warmer somewhere else than here, <laughs> um, people are just people and they, ah, oh, that's so cool. With like an indigenous organization for almost four years. Mm-hmm. So me and my manager, like they're native cultured, right? So we talk a lot about it. Like whenever we had free time over the lunch or over the coffee. And it's amazing how much similarity we have. It's just Blew, blew our mind. It's like, wow, that's, you could never, I would never knew or she could never knew if we didn't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, so the family values or you are there for your family or the even the food things, um, prayers uh, or some, once someone passed away, the rituals after, after that are so similar. That's, oops. I would like to know more about, about like I, you guys know about, uh, like I would love to talk about like what's life like in India. Um, cause I don't really know much. Um, do you, do you guys miss India? Like what, what is it, what it would be, hmm. What's India like is what I should ask. I could ask either of Yeah. Like what's, what's it, what was it like growing up? Uh, or are there things that you miss specifically? Or are there things that you're like, oh, I would miss this, but in, we still do it over here just differently. Definitely miss the friends and family. Yeah. Uh-huh. And food. <laughs> <laughs> I miss weather. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that was a, like a, a long time that uh, it's like you are young. You just go to school, go to college, and then it's like uh, that's your life. It's just friends, family, school, right? And uh, it's like you learn a lot of things. But still, then we move here and it's like a different side of the world, different side of the life. And then, uh, so those are the things I would definitely would like to have it here <laughs> that get more connected, kind of always. Can I? Nope, sorry. Uh, so the worst is the other hand when he said, so we do celebrate certain Indian festivals here, right? But in a modernization way in Canada, because of course, first of all, we don't have all the resources to celebrate, mm-hmm. or we don't have family to celebrate. But then we you don't even realize you create your own way to celebrate that festival with the same values, but different way. Right. So we never celebrate Christmas before in India. It was just like a day off in India for school uh-huh. or something like that. Versus... Now we do celebrate Christmas at home and everyone in our family is amazed that, oh, wow, you guys becoming Canadian. And we're like, yeah, proudly. (laughs) (laughs) 
that's okay. So I have two questions then. I have one would be, what would be something that you would celebrate in India that we don't celebrate here? That's question one. And question two is when I think about moving, like I moved to Ontario and I found that was hard, but I'm still in the same country and like, I still have family there. Um, my second question is, was it scary or hard or just natural to move literally to the other side of the world? So let, let's start with that question. Was it? For, I know what you're saying. So for, I guess both of us, but especially if I talk about me, I was too young to recognize, oh, it's hard or it's easy. So the way I had my mindset was after 12, I want to go and study abroad. That was my my like or uh. my goal to do it right so when this opportunity came i never thought once that oh it will be hard or this or that and i must say like my parents both are very supportive like mm -hmm. no matter what if it comes to money it comes to mental mental support or whatever i remember like when you are coming to new country first of all the big weather change it does because Plus 45 to minus 40. Right? <laughs> That's a hundred degrees different. Yeah. It's like a big shop. But even I remember my parents calling me twice a day. In the morning, in the evening. So, and the time zone difference would be yeah, massive. Still, like every morning when my moms wake up, it will be evening here. And she will, first thing she will do, she will call me. And she did until she arrived in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> and same with my dad. He will always call me in the evening. It's not like we chat for hours. It's just like two or three minute quick conversation. Are you okay? Do you need something? Or if I'm, I remember, so when you say hello, it's amazing. They know something is wrong. Or you say hello and they know you something good happened. I don't know how, but they know. <laughs> so that is, so that support was always there. So anytime you fail, but you succeed here, they're all, always there. And the peace of mind to me was no matter what happened, if I fail, if I succeed, I have my parents at back. So if I even go home as a failure, they will love me the same. Or if I go as a success, they will love me the same. Parents sound pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah. They, <laughs> I'm so lucky to have them, to be honest. They're the, I can't say they're the best parents because I don't, I don't have other set of parents. <laughs> but <laughs> I would say they are the best parents in the world. That is like the most humble thing to say going... They're, I can't say they're the best because there might be, but they are pretty great. Like they are, that's fantastic. Yeah, because I don't get like, you know, when say, um, yeah, you, I don't have comparison, but it's like, I know what I have is the best thing in the world. I'm not going to, this is not a comparison of parents right no. now. I just going to ask them like, was it scary for you to move across or was it just like, no, that's, that's the next thing on my list. Well, it's uh, not a new thing, I would say, because, uh, uh, lot of in our family uh, like they they live and then you know they they, they move to a, two different countries yeah they okay. they go different countries and then uh so i always seen that happening in the family so it was one of those things that one day i'm going to do it so and then it was between deciding you know where to go and then uh, i just find the canada would be the better place for my future and uh, Fort St. John to be the place. That's, or like I said multiple times in this conversation, we're very lucky that you were like, that, that place, that little tiny place is great. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't 
I don't even know if I Googled it. Yeah. But I choose it. You just literally were like, that looks great. We'll go there. Uh, so it's like I had options of colleges uh-huh. uh, for different universities, right? All, all that. And then, you know, I'm an accountant. So yep. I go for numbers. <laughs> even in like, like, even when I was not in accounting, but I still, I'm always like a money saving person. So I saw that, oh, Northern Lights have a affordable uh, tuition fees. That was the number one eye-catching point, right? And then I applied to it and I got into it. So it's just becoming easier, like, because I got accepted. Great. Then what's the next process is to get the visa Mm -hmm. to come, like, to uh, immigrate here. So we did that process. And then I remember when I was coming here, um, I still, till that day, I didn't knew the small Fortsangani will be too small or small like this. When I arrived, I realized, oh, this is quite a small town because where I grew up, it's like maybe bigger than Toronto. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> so I, I, say me and Hardik, yeah. we both had like very different or busy life than Fort St. John. So in the beginning, it took us like a, it take time, right? To accept, um, okay, we don't have different mall or we don't have this luxury or we don't have so many options to eat out. But then slowly you get used to it where it doesn't bother you. It's like, yeah, this is what we have. <laughs> well, and it's neat. Um, just hearing you say that too, because we've talked about how, and we've talked about in other conversations, you guys did look at all the other places and go, oh, maybe here, maybe here. Oh, Fort St. John. So it's neat to go, just to hear you go, we've looked at it. And, and yeah, this is there, there's more positives than negatives and we really like it. So did you know where it was before you jumped here? but uh, back in the days it was a thing is uh, how to you know save in your tuition fee and uh, because we start we starting in a new place from a scratch uh, where we don't have anything and we gotta build our life Uh, that's the mentality we are moving to right so uh, first of all was uh, wherever we could start to save could help us in the long run. And then after being in Fort St. John, like getting graduate, getting a full-time job, and after all that, it's like realize that uh, this is the place like you can work, you can save money enough to build your life and uh, being around nice people too. <laughs> That's, I just want to give you guys an award. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, let's talk about uh, well, actually, let's go back to that next question because I was going to ask, like, what what do you do for for fun? Um, but what what festivals do you do in India that we wouldn't have here, or that, or that like, yeah, let's let's talk cultures because this is really interesting. <laughs> I like listening about this. So in India, we I can say every month we have one festival. It's like That's that. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, but then when you like look deep into it and compare Canada, every pretty much every month we have a start holiday. Right. Yep. So it's not like it's it is at the end of the day is the same same perspective is to spend time with your family. One day a month, you you give your best to your family. Like no work, nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's the same. It's the same concept in a different way. So let's say in India, we recently in January, it's like a kite festival for two days where everyone get off. Right. 
So versus here, we will have a family day, right? In, I guess, in February. If yes, February yeah. 19th, February. Yeah, so it's like a same concept, right? Then Christmas is like Ardivali. So it's nothing major different where we don't celebrate what we celebrate in India here. It might be different. So for example, in summer in India, we have a color festival called Holi. So we play with like colors and water and things. But if you see in summer here, we go and play at the river with water. Not necessarily with color, but mm. we do play. We have mud. Yeah, <laughs> mud, right? So we, we do enjoy that. We go out and get dirty or... So it's similar concept that not necessarily giving a particular name versus in India, we have a particular name of each festival versus I guess here as well, we have like a family day, labor day or things like that, right? So it's not, if you see, if you see like from inside very deep, it's not a big difference. If you look at the outside, like as a third person, mm -hmm. you might see the difference. But when you start living both, because we lived Indian life, came here, started living Canadian life, even like in, then we can compare and say, yeah, it's not much difference. In the beginning, it was like, I remember when I came, I came in January and my first kite festival, I missed it. I missed it so hard. I was like, <laughs> oh my God. Like in India, you do video call. It's really, sun is there. People are enjoying and it's way different world versus here. I was in the snow and I remember there was not even a sun came out that day. And it was like, <laughs> oh, like depressive. But. Then slowly, like now, recently we had, we don't even remember, oh, there's a kite festival. It's like if when you use Facebook or something and someone posts picture, oh yeah, something, yeah, normal. I want to just point out like how wise that is though. Like it looks like you guys have, you, you have, like it, it could be very easy to go, oh, it's not the same. I miss it. But it seems like you two have, have said, you know what, we're here. And then you've really looked at it and, and reflected and gone, oh no, what we value is similar here, just a little bit different. Like that takes a lot of wisdom. Well done. Good job. <laughs> yeah, it's, it took us like in the beginning, because when you came, but I would, okay, it might look like I'm bragging, but please do. Came in Fort St. John, we never, we always had like a positive mentality, right? So I always compared myself like this. Um, if I'm in India at 18, will I have an iPhone? Probably not. Yeah, my dad can buy me one. No problem. But it's not something from my money. Versus here, I can pay my own bills. I can proudly looking after myself. So I won't have that if I would in India at the age of 18. Now at 25, yeah, I can look after my family even if I'm in India. But at the age of 18, I won't have that. So that's where... You don't like miss English or not try to look something negative that, oh, why I'm here in this dull weather or why I'm here, right? It's always something there is, I feel there is, you can always look something, find positive in any situation, right? Yeah, I was going to say like one of the, like when you said you go home at night, fall asleep, go, what did I, what, what did I do go well today? <laughs> Just as a testament to you is you go, oh, I'm in Canada, I can do this today. And then if you're in India, you could also say, oh, I got to do this today. So that's a testament to, to yeah. your, your character. It's also not just like, let's say, when I came to Canada, I left all my friends, right? And, you know, as a teenager, friend, your friends is your life, nothing else. <laughs> it's 
all about them. It's all about hanging out together. So when I made that move, I did lose so many friends. Like I remember I had, my parents will get tired because I had so many friends like coming and going and they cannot keep track how many friends I have. Uh-huh. Now I can count on my hand. So the positive side, I, like, okay, I, I was like, oh no. The positive side I looked at it is I don't have any so-called friends. I have this by friends who actually my friends who then might have knew on that time that what I'm going through here or I'm building my life here so I don't have time to contact them every day. But when I connected back to them, we had the same warmness in our conversation. So the positive side, those five or six friends are my true friends. So I don't have so-called friends anymore. <laughs> when you write a book, Kritika, about like how to be good at life, I'm going to read it. <laughs> <laughs> I try. Trust me, I make so many mistakes. <laughs> I screw up and I'm like, ah, I screwed it up. That's okay. I can make it better next time. I, this is a really, like, thank you. Like, I'm, I, this is really cool that you're, like, I feel very privileged to, to, to listen to all of this wonderful stuff. Thank you. Ardik, I wanted to ask you, um, with, with, with uh, you're, you're, you're back in, in India or in Fort St. John, like, do you, let's say for a good one hour, you're not working, um, do you, are there things that you miss about India, like activities or friends or like, do, how do you relax kind of? A, well, okay, let's put it into two questions. One, are there specific things you miss? Or two, are there things that you do to relax that you get to do here or in India? Let's start with like, do you miss India? Uh, definitely. Uh, not every day. Once in a while. Because uh, India was like, I was doing nothing but just hanging out with friends rather mm-hmm. here nothing but working uh, hardly see any friends so there's like a two different side of the life I am right now and uh, I'm I'm proud and I'm happy where I am uh, not that I don't miss them but uh, the thing is uh, I like the progress uh, I you know moved here for something and uh, it's happy to see the progress I have made is, uh, you know, uh, better for my life and uh, family. So I'm, I'm good where I am. <laughs> and the second question, do you relax? <laughs> uh, I do. Uh, whenever I get chance, I try to spend time with her. We go out for dinner, yeah. uh, stay home, you know, eat uh, uh, together which doesn't happen often, but uh, that's the, you know, time I feel that I get relaxed when I'm talking to her. Chika, how do you relax? Or do I, you relax? I, I also, relax. Okay, the other day you said, oh, I have time. I need to go find something to do. <laughs> it is like that. So he sleeps around 6.30, right? Mm-hmm. So I, when I come home around 8, he's already... Getting ready to... Yeah, getting to... Like, yeah, he's not with me. So then either I will get ready. I help, like, small things. And I will make sure in the morning when he wakes up, he have all the things he needs in a certain place. So you don't have to go and find things. Um, So I don't ruin her sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I see. Okay. I'm like, I'm fine. Oh, no. It's not about sleep, okay? (laughs) So, yeah. So that, that... Like, when I do something... To help him out, I feel relaxed. I'm like, okay, I helped it. Because I'm not a physically strong person, to be honest. At my age saying that, yeah, I know. But I, that's true. So 
when anytime I can help him a little bit with anything, I'm happy. So then I'm, yeah, I did it. So I'm going to read your book on like life. I'm going to read how to be a good couple from you too. And you know, like, this is amazing. This is amazing. Um, I think like we, we, we did all of our questions and more. Um, I like this. And it says, you two are some of the coolest couples I know. Could you tell me a bit about yourselves? And I feel like I've learned a lot about you guys. Are, are there things that we, that you'd like, anything that we've missed that you guys want to chat about? I think so. Yeah. Like I met Hardik first time, which is very odd. He's very punctual and good. What that, you know, yeah, yep. he met his orders on time. He likes to go early than he's supposed to. Um, versus me, I'm always like a little bit five meters. <laughs> that kind of person. So that day I was on timing class the first day when I saw Hardik uh-huh. and he was late. So that's how. That's how you. I'm I like, I, I catch. <laughs> was this part of a play where you like, there's a new girl on you that right? No, actually, you know, to be honest, it was just uh, helping my roommates. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm late because I'm a good person. That's... <laughs> no, because he was like picking and dropping up like uh, his friends mm-hmm. uh, because they only had like one car they were shared, right? And then I was there. I still remember it was like our first lecture. For me, it was like first lecture in Canada. It, NLC and for him it was like second semester okay so that's where my eye got catch and then he knew before that I'm coming I don't know <laughs> I love can I do you want to tell this story you don't have to but like you, I'll leave it in your hands how did you meet Kritika <laughs> just uh, well I remember you know I was I was just, I think went to college for something and then I was talking to this instructor and they said, here's the new students that are coming if you guys have a place to have them accommodate. So I was looking at the list and I see the last name Patel, which is the same last name. So I said, oh, Patel. And it's a common name, uh, last name at back home. So we just thought, okay, I'm, well, then I check out the first name and I was like, oh, very unique name. <laughs> um, and she has a unique name, not I haven't seen my other person has the same spell as her. So I'm like, huh, I wonder if it was a girl or boy. And I'm like, you know, okay, whatever. Uh, so then uh, I, the first day that she mentioned, went to the class late. And then uh, after that, uh, one of our, well, her roommate and my friend was like, oh, okay, let's go to her dorm room, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, so just, that's where we get connected through the... Through mutual friends. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, well, I kind of start flirting. <laughs> oh, that's right. Excellent. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, then, you know, it wasn't, a wasn't anything that, you know, but it's like, we are so young, just, uh, like each other, like each other. Yeah. Like. You find a uh, same kind of culture, same home city, and it's like, yeah, kind of uh, so close back home, but never met each other, right? So, and then after like being in college, uh, we just kind of start knowing each other, and then we start dating. And then 
you know, the big day just happened suddenly. <laughs> <laughs> just on a side note, that can't be sure it was the day where it's like, how about Heidi Coward? And you're like, I'm getting married. And you're like, Whoa! That's like, most people are like, there's a sheet. And you're like, this happens. It was wonderful. Yeah, I know. It was a, it was a big surprise for even our family too. <laughs> Look, you guys are, like, I think Fort St. John doesn't realize how lucky we are to have you. I mean, in this conversation, we've covered uh, one you guys chose Fort St. John. You looked around, you did research, you're good with numbers, you're, you're, you're wanting to be part of the community. You chose here because you wanted to invest here. Two, um, not only did you say, okay, we're going to plant roots here, you, you automatically say, not only are we going to build a life for us, we're going to build a life for people around us, which is incredibly generous. Um, I've also learned uh, it was really neat to hear how proud you guys were of being Canadian. And that's really humbling for me. Um, to go, wow, people are so excited to be Canadian. Um, I've also learned about the similarities between our cultures and the differences, which is really beautiful because um, if we were all the same, it would be boring, but <laughs> we're different, but we also can share a lot of those same values. And I just love hearing all of, all of the little stories of, of your love story, of your business story, of, of all of that. Uh, this has been a really fun conversation for me. So thank you too, because I know that you're both very busy. Um, so thank you for coming to take it like an hour out of that schedule to come chat with us. No worries. Thank you for having us here. And it goes same for us too. It's like we learn a lot of things from everyone around us. So not only that we are good, but we, you know, we learn from good people too, to yeah. how to be good. Yeah, we are surrounded by good people. I think that's the best note to end it on. Well, <laughs> um, yeah, so if you see Hardik and, and Kritika, they own Cobbs. They're just, like I said, they're wonderful, wonderful people. They are such a great part of our community and uh, they always have time to, it always seems like you have time to stop and chat. I have no idea. I don't want to say, just talk to them. They have all the time in the world. <laughs> they don't necessarily, but thank you guys. And I look forward to, yeah, look, going to go get some bread, going to get some apricot loaf, which sounds delicious. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll talk again soon. Thank you for having Thank you. And thank you for tuning in. Also background, thank you to our lovely crew who is sitting here uh, you can't see them on camera, but they are doing all the great work to make us look and sound amazing. So from us to you, see you next time. My name is Ted Sloan. This has been Voices of the Peace. Thanks for listening to this energeticcity.ca podcast. Energeticcity.ca is your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To help keep us independent and to support this podcast, go to energeticcity.ca slash join.